Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, we are discussing Deadpool 2. We are welcoming former Marvel Deadpool writer Buddy Scalera on to talk about the character. And oh yeah, we're going to talk about Comicsgate. It was nice knowing you guys. We are Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. It's a great uh, internet radio station. We want to thank our previous host, Elizabeth Tripp, Nourish the Soul. Check her out uh, on talkradio.nyc. If you're listening to us via podcast, if you are um, getting us on a replay or a video replay, Still check out the show and still check out the uh, the station. But uh, yeah, we talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture. I'm your host, Michael Dolce. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, the Lord of the Radio himself, Mr. Hassan Godwin. I ate too fast. You ate... <laughs> you did not nourish the soul. No. You no, did not nourish the soul. So I totally nourished the body, you... but... but... Skip the soul See, altogether. Had had you, then uh, you know you'd be in better. shape. Yeah, I'd be in way better shape. Uh, but if I was in better shape, I'd be in better shape. This so. is very true. This there's, is very true. That, so. um, check us out on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com/slash/Secrets of the Sire. Check us out on Facebook. We stream this live every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, check us out on iHeartRadio. Leave a review on iTunes. Uh, we are the number one category for a few hours on Friday night, which is pretty cool. We release the podcast. That's pretty and, awesome. Uh, yeah, we were we, we were TV somebody's. and film. We're doing something right. Well, we, we were we were is, so we were somebodies. We were somebodies. Oh, we are until this Silver. this until this episode, and now and then we're gonna, now we're back we, to being nobody. Now so. we're gonna we're gonna venture into uh, <laughs> territory <laughs> that will uh, alienate us from both sides of the of the aisle. And uh, and have a weaponized Darn it. strength against us. What are we talking <laughs> How about? How come I never find out about these things when they're happening? I always find out about them after the fact, <laughs> and then when it's all over, so I yeah, can't capitalize I know. on any well, of it. Well, yeah, I know. Capitalization, that's a, it's a very... That's the society we live in, man. We live I, in a capitalist society. Yes. No, I don't disagree with that. I want to capitalize on something. I don't disagree with that. I want to be a capitalist and capitalize. No, I know, um, but we're going to fail miserably at it, because that's just what we do. That's... It's just what we do, my man. True. I can't help it. I can't it's help it. It's very pessimistic, but I it's can't probably help true. It. All I right. can't help it. So get, get on with your spiel. <laughs> we got a big movie coming out. Really? We got Deadpool 2. Yeah. We, yes, Pretty we excited do. about it. Another big movie. This has been a big movie year. No. No, it's been a big movie chunk, right? I mean, April had Infinity War. Uh, May has back-to-back movies. We have mm-hmm. Deadpool 2, mm-hmm. and then we have Solo. But then we had, before that, we had Black Panther... In before February, that, okay. February, okay, good, yeah. Before okay. that, we had The Last Jedi. I mean, uh, no, no, but not, not in 2018. Well, I mean, it bled into 2018. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but after this, we have, what, The Incredibles? We have Ant-Man and Wasp? Yeah, I'm not even interested. We got nothing. I hope we don't review those, because I'm not have no interest in seeing those. Uh, we'll, we'll probably talk about Ant-Man and Wasp. What? Yeah, I know. Darn it. I know. Well, you know, you don't have to actually see the movie to, to talk about oh, it. Oh, I, mean, I could just make it up. We're talking about Deadpool 2 tonight. And the and movie hasn't even it. come out. But yet. that's not our fault. The movie's not out. We do right. this all the time. Right. This is just the way the schedule is working, right? right? Um, but yeah, but it's it's like it's like bumpered, and then all of a sudden it's it's not bumpered. Yeah, and then we just have to find other things to talk about. Which is funny. You mentioned that. I know. Because there's isn't, isn't there's, that odd and ironic how I do that. Uh, well, it was almost <laughs> as if you planned that. Yeah, almost. Um, almost. Yeah, no. So there's there was a little. Uh, if you were on Twitter over the weekend, uh, if you were on Facebook, yeah. there was a whole. Yeah. Like mess. So, all right. So, to catch people up, what is Comics Gate? You're right? gonna sum it up. That's I'm gonna, gonna be, sum gonna it up for good. folks. And if you know what Gamergate I'm gonna, is, I'm about to be impressed. I'm if ready you know to be what Gamergate is, yeah, Gamergate. It's basically the same thing. My first question has always been the obvious: Why is everything a gate? I know it's based off of Watergate, but 
But I tell you, it's satire. It's, it's just satirical. Yeah, but at this point, it's just played out. People old. because he used they the, need to rebrand. They use the word gate, they and they know it's a scandal right away. They know it's an issue gate. right away. Yeah, but I don't feel like it's a scandal in this case. I feel like this is a. This, but it's an issue. It's like an it's a, incident. Well, okay, a, okay, right, right. I think Comics Gate is an issue. It's a controversy. Gamers Gate is a is a controversy. Controversy. It's not, you know, it wasn't controversial. What Richard Nixon did in Watergate, it think, was illegal. Yeah, and I, I know, and I get you, and I and I know you know where it comes from. But I think Watergate became so synonymous. The Watergate Hotel became so synonymous with that scandal, and that that lost us a president. Yes, that, that caused the president to resign. Right. That it just became a, a a pop phrase in and of itself. Beyond the grave, do you think he's he's proud of that now? He's like sitting there going, "I'm glad I I coined <laughs> I coined the gate phrase um, for everything." Uh no, no, no. <laughs> not if if you if, if you, you can retain trend, if you can traverse if you retain time and any space. any part of your personality yeah. when you die then and you go like uh, Nixon's now nah, he's not happy about it he's, no. he's still salty yeah he's pretty I think not, he's, he's pretty, I think not he's good pretty about pissed that. about it um, I love the fact that we just had the Deadpool thumbs up the whole time yes um, well, which works I, we're works. not moving that that is the <laughs> that is the image that is the image I've heard good things about uh, I, about. Deadpool. So here's the funny thing, right? I've I've read nothing but good reviews. Right. Which and then makes I saw on Twitter today, critics hate this movie, fans love it. And I'm like, well, that's I've read like four or five different reviews now and they're all like this is just as good if not better than the Yeah, isn't that you know? how it's supposed to be though? Yeah. I mean, are are, are... No, no, crit- no, no, I'm saying but I, I'm just I mean, do we ever listen to critics? No, no, but critics We don't even listen to ourselves. I have read you know, and they include Rolling Stone, like New York Daily News. I mean, like, you know, New York Times, like reputable. Didn't they hate the first one? Didn't they dislike No, the f- everyone liked the first one. Everyone liked the first one. Hmm. Except me. I liked it. I but, liked the first but one. But I bashed it before it came out. But I enjoyed the first one. I, I predicted I do utter doom, which is why it did so well. <laughs> and so, do you have a prediction about this one? Come on, ruin it, ruin it, ruin I it. I think it's going to make a lot of money. Oh, and now it won't. <laughs> If I have this power, sorry, Fabian, then I will <laughs> declare right now that my sire Kickstarter will not be funded five times over. Ooh. There's a sire Kickstarter going on right now. You can collect the second volume trade paperback. Collects issue seven to ten, gives you 15 pages of new material, a new cover, plus a look at sire number 11, which is coming out in the fall. Uh, go to MikeBooks.com slash Kickstarter. It'll take you right to my page. Shameless plug. Not exactly artful. But what do you mean not artful? I thought that, that wasn't was really. I thought artful. it was actually that was brilliant. Uh, well, I was going to say effing brilliant, but then we'd go bing and yeah, <laughs> everything goes. So, Comicsgate. What is Comicsgate? Is the same as Gamersgate? Um, there is uh, apparently a um, repeated harassment of women in the industry, um, a personal attacks on women creators, um, based on the foundation uh, that diverse creators are bad for the industry. Right. Did that sum it up pretty good? That that is summed up very well. Although that is a little one sided, there are um, there are each, uh, incidents of precedents where the the woman in question, mm-hmm. um, it's, we won't name any names and stuff, but but uh, the woman in question Betty. might have sure sure <laughs> perfect Veronica Betty and Veronica mm. where where both mm. of them may have uh, instigated or provoked some of the. Okay. Some of the, the the controversy. What happens a lot of times is that um, people make comments on the status quo, 
right? Right. You go, yeah, the status quo. Status quo isn't really great for everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't really like the status quo. And here's, here's a lot of stuff that the status quo does. It's not good. Yeah. And then uh, and they make their comments. And then the status quo goes, well, you suck too. And here's a whole <laughs> bunch of reasons why you suck. Well, it's Trevor's axiom. <laughs> it's Trevor's axiom. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the funny part, right? Define Trevor's axiom. Trevor's, well, if people are fans of the show, then they know what Trevor's axiom is. It's actually taken from South Park. Right, right. And it is not a troll's job is not to instigate the person he's commenting on. It's to instigate two people to come to their defense. <laughs> yeah, to your which defense. Which will then right. instigate three people which to is, come to the yes, first person's defense. Which is basically... Which will grow exponentially. Which is the like life a fusion of bomb. any... Any Facebook commenter is just to get help. And that's kind of the angle. <laughs> just to instigate That's help. kind of the angle we want to take with all this right now. So, I, well, A, at nauseum, we actually were going back and forth over the weekend about this. Uh, there are so many layers to this. And we're, you shouldn't we're do it on a, a one hour on show. Well, no, but that's the angle I'm going to take. Well, we're a one hour show. We don't have time to get into all this. We don't want to get political um, as much as we possibly can. What we've come to the conclusion with all this stuff is, is... That social media is a dinner table. And what are the two things you should not discuss at a dinner table? Uh, you shouldn't talk about the wine. You shouldn't <laughs> yeah. talk about the ham. Uh, maybe you shouldn't talk about religion. Stop talking about politics <laughs> and, and religion. Politics. Right? Just yeah. stop. If everybody stopped doing this. Now, this is where we actually had our, had our argument. But this, sent, this is the conclusion we came to it. Right. We're arguing over Facebook Messenger over the weekend. And we're not, you know, it's not a heinous argument. It's not a, it's not a, Angry no, it argument. It, you know, it wasn't venomous. It wasn't vile. It was, I have a point of view that I think weaponized social media is a bad thing. You see it as, as a way to combat trolls. Is that a, is that a fair? Not necessarily, because I do, I do agree with you that the social media is weaponized and it is a negative. I do believe it's an absolute okay, negative. Okay, so the bully, the bully bullying the bully is, is a negative. That's the way I look at it. Uh, yes, for the most part. I think that it's a good I think it's the only tool that you have mm-hmm. at this point, but I do think that that tool will get can be turned against you. Sure. You know, whatever weapon you use can be used against right, it's, you. It's a weapon one way or the exactly. other. And exactly. And to give a little more context to the to the viewers who may or may not know about the story, um, there is a uh, repeated accused harasser um, who has gone on social media and apparently has accused many, many, you know, has harassed many women uh, creators, has harassed, has, has very much called out. Yeah. Uh, and has, has created and has, a toxic environment. He's created a toxic environment that he has also profited from. Right. Because his kicks, his, his Indiegogo campaign, which was trying to raise $5,000 for an apolitical comic, I do want to make sure that right. the art is separate from the artist. Right. Uh, the, the comic, comic has, has nothing, nothing to do, to do with, with his, his ideals. His, yeah. The his, comic is a straightforward military storyline. Uh, raised $200,000. For five thousand, for five thousand, for, for a bit of five thousand. So, and in doing so, he has a YouTube channel, and he's kind of rallied this, um, you know, which is on. Like, why is this guy upset? Why is anybody he's upset? He's upset because then uh, there was a publisher, Antarctic Press, mm. that said, "Well, we'll publish your book because right. they want a piece of that. It's yeah. great." And then immediately was boycotted by retailers who refused to order. And we can get into the whole. Uh, is it is it a um, is this is this the equivalent of the won't you won't bake a cake for uh, a gay couple thing? We won't. We could. We started getting into that. We, but yeah. retailers actually started boycotting this particular book before it was even printed, before it ever happened. And then seven days later, because of this boycott and because of the rallying on social media, again the you know 
in this particular case, I think it's still a it's a weaponizing of social media is to take I, this I, down. I right? completely agree with you. Um, the book is now not being published by Antarctic Press. Yeah, and they've decided to distance themselves from. Someone it. will publish it though. Someone's gonna. I don't think they will. It. I think I think I think like. You know, our conclusion based on everything we were kind of reading back and forth and, and you know, you had kind of you had come to the conclusion first. I said, well, you know, let me figure it out. And we both kind of came to it as, you know, the guy is reaping what he sows. I mean, if he's if he's if if everything, if, if all the allegations yes, are 100 percent true, even, even, even half of them I was going to say, even if they're 50 percent true, you know, he's brought negative publicity he to his work. Himself. I hate that his art is art. You know, his, his, the artist and the art are not separated because I personally don't. He, yeah. I don't he like should that have, stance. He should have done that. He should have separated himself, you know. But ultimately, you know, it's Nobody bad. has to know it's you. No. On YouTube especially. Right. They don't have to know it exactly who you are. You could be you could be anybody you want yeah. without your real name being out there. Yeah. You know? So you're using that to capitalize yeah. and to and to build your brand. So But the conversation we had ended up in twofold though. One stop talking about this stuff on the internet. My my stance on trolls and bullies, uh, we had one. We had a troll. We miss you, Fika Leone. We miss you. <laughs> we do. We honestly do. I was, vis- I was actually, there's no question, the very first time we had a troll come on, we were, we were still on Periscope, and he said, I hope you choke on that microphone and the place burns down. You know, unprovoked, by the way, because it was... It was you pretty know, mild. I mean, it was like, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was, and it was, it was vile, and I'm like, oh my... And, and it really, it shook me it, it, for, yeah. for a good, like, three seconds. It legitimately, I was like, and it made me feel like awkward and uncomfortable but we kind of fought back in a non-violent way and when we come back i'll tell you exactly how and fuck that pool too. you're listening to the talking alternative network You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! <laughs> <laughs> Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. We're going to draft teams wow. based on the likelihood of death. I don't want to dispute you, yeah. you know, because, uh, you know, we got this thing going. Mm-hmm. But um, it sounds like a lot of work. Oh, I'm going to be putting a lot of work into this. Yeah. You uh, just have to show up. Oh, okay. No, you, you know what? It's a great idea. You, you had I like this. That. I like this idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for it. Secrets of the Sire.
Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, all the fun stuff you love talking. Next segment, we've got Buddy Scalera joining us, Deadpool writer. Uh, and we will talk more Deadpool when he gets on, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, we'll also talk about his comic book school and all the cool stuff that he's doing. Uh, but we're talking about Comicsgate. And again, just a quick refresher, it's a, it's a harassment uh, against... Diverse and female creators in the industry. It's ripped off of the Gamers Gate, which uh, which also which kind was of pretty you know, much the same thing. Yeah, I mean, essentially kind of the same thing. So um, you know, all that all that good stuff. Very exciting, right? Um, we had a troll though, and and I want to actually quote a a tweet from Greg Pak. Greg Pak is a uh, writer. He wrote World War Hulk, which is what they based half of Thor Ragnarok on. Right, right. And he said, every time you engage with a troll. You make them money. You give them some sort of satisfaction. I'm, I'm ad-libbing his, um, his tweet, but it's, it's 100% true because we had the same experience, though. We had a troll who was trolling our show. And every time on Periscope, when we were on Periscope, whatever happened to Periscope? Is that gone? Is it, is it around? Eh, one of these days. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll jump back on back. just to say hi. Triumphant return. Um, every time we did, it, 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 you know... At first, it was like, well, how dare this guy do this? Why is he doing this? And it, and, it, and it fills you with anger, and it fills you with a reaction. But that's what he wanted. And we kind of flipped it on him a little bit, and we said, all right. We started just kind of including him in the show, and it right. became a kind of a running joke then, and eventually got to a point where he, was, he basically conceded. He's like, I have no life. He's like, <laughs> he's like I missed you guys. I, I, you know, because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for a reaction. Yeah. And, they're, and they're looking, well, and they they're feed looking for camaraderie, off. but they don't know how to engage yeah. on a normal social level. So, so I, I mean, I guess... It comes look, off like hostility. We're a call-in show, 877-480-4120, unless you're listening number. to us on the podcast. Uh, call up if you got an opinion on Comicsgate. Um, we're trying... And I guess this is the larger issue, and this is the one issue that I'm very concerned about, right? right. We're afraid to go into it on this. And I'm not going to lie. Or maybe, I, maybe you're not. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to say something that someone is going to misinterpret and or uh, copy and paste and or click. Now, mind you, we're not famous enough, so that's good. I mean, yeah, I, we, we basically could do this. But what if we get middling. to the point? We are middling. But what if, we, what if we're above middling? What if we're to a point where... Well, you know what? I think, I think you can't say anything unless you believe it, Right. I think if you believe it, you got to be able to stand by it. Um, but the internet doesn't give you a culture to do that. It you know? doesn't. It, it I is... mean, the internet is exactly like the way these social media platforms are designed by their very nature is to is to prevent but, that from happening. But how how everybody has been wrongheaded about all of this stuff in the first place? If you go to Italy, yeah, you're not going to be exulting in Americanisms in Italy. You're going to speak – you're going to try your best to speak Italian. You're going to try your best to, to follow the customs. The internet mm. has its own custom. The internet has its sure. own language. Sure. People keep going onto the internet because everybody is mostly communicating as, as, as pertains to um, our surroundings. It, everyone's mostly communicating in English. Right. And we should all be speaking the same language. And, we, you know, I'm talking to a guy who right. lives right, right next door to me. But now on Facebook, we're speaking the Facebook language. Right. So we have to we there, there's a there's a level of respect a lot of people don't have for the culture, for the language. It's like Facebook or, or the social media is like another country, and you if you go to that country, you have to be willing to to you know to kind of learn the customs of that country. Sure, just just for your own. But these but you, you okay? But if you go to 
Italy, customs have been around for hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of years. The well, internet's you know, a relatively you know new internet. complex. You, you already know the internet culture, though, because you know there's certain things you can't say. Right. right now, the thing is, you're like, well, I'm an American and I'm here in America and I should be able to say whatever I want anywhere say I want. Whatever you want. Right. No, you're not in America. You're on the Internet. You're on social media. <laughs> you are. You are on social media. All right. So there's, there's a completely social different... media is not a communication platform. No, that's why a lot of these morons didn't realize that uh, Twitter was a public statement. Right. So, you know, you're making all kinds of uh, comments about Africans and AIDS and all this other stuff and, and, you know, thinking it's funny. And by the time your plane lands, you're fired, you know? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? But because you didn't realize, well, you just made a public statement. It is Nobody... a giant PR machine. Exactly. It's exactly and, what it and is. And the person I'm talking about, who I, whose name I won't mention because we won't rehash that, yeah. that person was a PR person. Right. So there's really no reason that they, sh- they should have fell in, fallen into that trap. Right. This is the this is the issue. You don't realize you're in a different place. You're on a different planet. You know, act accordingly. Act like the natives. You know. But here's my only question, right? When you weaponize, just, just post a cat video and you'll be all right. <laughs> when you weaponize social media, right? You you rise people up to monetarily damage somebody else, right? Which is which is what is going on, right. whether justified or not. And we're not going to get right. into the justification of it because again, we're in, we're we've got we got Buddy Sclera coming on next. We do want to get into some Deadpool too. We got a bunch of stuff to get into. Uh, the other topic will take forever. It'll probably get us better ratings, but you know, we're we're poor businessmen. Hmm. Um, the when you have something like that, right, um, where you are rising up to monetarily damage somebody else, right. you are then taking the internet and bringing it into the real world. Right. When you're taking something, so now you're crossing boundaries. You're Superman threeing this right now. You are the robot lady walking across, terrifying me when I'm a seven year old. Not necessarily because you use the internet as a monetary base a lot of times. Mm-hmm. People use the internet more for money than they than anything else. They sure. don't. They don't write letters anymore. They don't necessarily shop in stores anymore. They don't right. go places to. So I mean, but that's a task, not a communication, right? But I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's a primary source of commerce for a lot of people. It's right. primary. So if, if, you, if you're, again, if you're, your job is in Italy and you go to Italy pretending to be a boorish American, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and uh, exulting in all of the, the tropes and, you know, whatever idiosyncrasies that we have, yeah. you, you might get kicked out of Italy and thus your, your livelihood is taken away from you. So it, it is... Well, I mean, that woman's who who we talked about as a PR person got fired, right? Yes. I mean, again, uh, I can't defend it as a you know as her being but a that's PR also person to not know it, right? If your brand is damaged, right? You work for something, your right. brand is damaged. These people are like we're going to take a hit for being associated with you, right? So we have to disassociate from you because. So then, you what about what about, what about the Mark Wades of the world then? Because I mean, you know, you actually pointed out a very very poorly written article. You knew you you were you were, yes, I knew it was poorly. You knew written. Was, I, that <laughs> that came out as if I was uh, insulting I your choice I of know. article. You, but it's not. You it's, picked it's, the it's article. Well, they don't yeah. know that. I'm trying to give them. No, the I know, I know. You but I'm, I'm letting article. them also know that you, I know. Right, yeah, you sent me this article <laughs> to show how poorly uh, supported. Um, you know the the, the counter argument. The counter argument is in this particular one well, case. Also, which is I, sent, written, I sent you one of the, one of the reasons I sent you the article is because we were just discussing it. Yeah, right. And so one of your questions was, do we have proof of all the stuff that was been going on and whatever? So I couldn't send you proof, right? But I could send you like, okay, but other people are talking about it. So sure. it's actually like, hey, these people are talking about the same stuff that we were talking right. about. Right. But wouldn't you wouldn't you agree the count? I mean, the the same argument though. You know, some of the things that Mark Wade has tweeted. 
um, doesn't seem to get right. him in trouble. But here's the thing. Mark Wade seems at the moment to be on the side of righteousness. He's right. still speaking the internet language. Right. He's defending the internet language. Right. Other people are fighting against the internet language. Right. Therefore, the internet has turned against them. Right. So, it is, like, like I said, again... You're in. He's in Italy. Mark Wade's yeah. speaking Italian with all of his Italian friends. Yeah, and they're talking about you, and you're tr- you're you're trying to Americanize the whole situation, and you don't realize that the tide is against you. Well, then I want to bring up I want to bring up something else too, right? And this is something that I I sent to you as well too, where um, the the flaws in a weaponized internet, right? You know, you feel you're on the side. Like Mark Wade feels not you, but Mark Wade feels he's on the side of righteousness when he when he lashes out. And calls Antarctic Press. The reason we're calling Mark Wade out is he actually called the publisher and tried to to tell him uh, to let them know the character of the person that they might be doing business with. Uh, Which, again, we have no idea. We're we're not a fly in the room. We have no idea if there was curse words exchanged. We have no idea if there was threats. We have no idea what you know what uh, what was done. Right. We honestly don't even know if Mark Wade's behavior was justified. Right. But it is a form of trying to hit somebody where it hurts in order to stop them from being a jerk uh, online, right? Right. It's a weaponized internet, right? Right. Um, In this case, again, we kind of agree. Guy's kind of reaping what he sows here. It's, I don't don't have an actual problem with what's happening. I think he's going to be okay. He's got $200,000 in his pocket, and he's probably going to be Well, apparently some guy also went digging through, and I think this is also, again, a weaponized internet, which I don't agree with, uh, which was pointed out in the article you sent, where the guy, somebody else then started digging up his child like um, child support papers. Did you read that? Yeah, the 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 guy who's uh, yeah, Richard wrong. Meyer, you that's know, wrong. was was actually that's had his personal of, records that's published in the same vein on of the internet, publishing your address, and right? Stuff like that. Which which again, it, again, it's it's now it's spilling from yeah. the internet into the real well, the world. Internet, but the problem is, the problem is, people are outraged. The internet is a toxic thing. Yes, it is a terrible yes. kind of thing. It's got all these wonderful properties. It should be utilized by an enlightened people. Yeah. It would be utilized correctly. Yeah. We are not an idealistic, no. enlightened people. We are going to use it for as dark and as dismal uh, whatever right. purposes we have. Uh, and we could, be, we could pretty much be counted on to do that. Well, and that's a great uh, – this is a great point. There, here's an article that I just re, uh, read recently in New York Daily News that kind of like supports, supports my fear <laughs> okay. of where this can go. Um, and again, not in this particular case, but just in general. Rita Ora responds after facing backlash for harmful lyrics. Mm. Rita Ora has issued an apology after her self-declared bisexual anthem Girls sparked backlash within the LGBTQ community for its quote-unquote harmful lyrics. And then they go on to quote uh, somebody that says, uh, this is not progressive enough. I, th- I just think certain quotes weren't progressive. And don't make this personal. I have an incredible song out there with one of the artists and would love to work with the other three as well. So they're actually, you know, these were harmful lyrics. This doesn't, uh, what is it? Every so often there come certain songs with messaging that is just downright tone deaf, which does more harm than good. A song like this just fuels the male gaze while marginalizing the idea of women loving women. It's dangerous because it invalidates uh, the pure feelings of the entire community. It's not progressive enough. In which case Rita Ora responded, I did not mean to offend anybody. This is actually a personal story of me. Uh, celebrating something that I believe in, and and there's a there's a again I will not necessarily say Rita Ora is a true uh, you know I'm not going to hold her at the top yeah. of the revered artists right, level, but right. you know when you start saying things like things aren't progressive enough, this is hurting a community. Well, that was one comment. 
you know yeah, agreed but but now what it was what it's been done because the internet this is what the internet does yes, is that was now tagged in a in a headline that i have to click because this is ooh, ah, harmful lyrics what are the harmful <laughs> lyrics so let me click this wow and they're quoting these people Don't who are click these people who are these people <laughs> well it doesn't matter it's on twitter it's public record now these these could be anybody but again i know it is, but i mean it part is, of the internet is not to click on anything <laughs> right i know i know but these are the rules see these are the rules and i think we're gonna wrap this segment with these rules dinner table don't talk politics and religion. Look, the bottom line... Post other, some cat videos. The other thing about that is that she's an artist, yeah. and they're criticizing her art. So, I mean, that's still age old, you know? Yes. We didn't like your song because didn't, it, didn't, it didn't meet with our approval on several levels, and so we're going to call you out about it. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't it's, it's, necessarily... But it's how they're calling them out on it, because it, it, apparently her art is not, is not progressing their hope for where yeah, it's true to and, go. and they got a lot of soul searching and awakening to do you know because the internet hasn't been used against them yet but the internet is toxic rule number three don't press send when we come back we got buddy scalera talking deadpool we are going to talk deadpool rule four don't click on anything <laughs> you're listening to the talking alternative network Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Contemplating how to do this, uh, you being on camera next week. I'm going to go get some sun then. Get ready. <laughs> you're, you're, Don't you're, read you're, into it. Yeah. Just keep going. That was, uh, class. That was very racially Have some class. See, there it is. Yeah. Now. Yeah. See, you ruined it. It was a subtle nod to it now, and you just kind of hit it over the head <laughs> with a hammer. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture. We were talking Comicsgate. We're going to shift to Deadpool because we've got a former Deadpool writer. friendship. 
<laughs> no, actually, you know, this is, you know, we've been arguing about this for like four days yeah. that I'm just dumb. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, you, we have a rule, save it for the show. <laughs> we broke that rule. Yes. And this is the, this is the result. Right, there so, is no fire yeah, or Yeah, so everybody out there, you miss out. I know, <laughs> I know. Go check us out on Twitter. <laughs> I want to welcome Buddy Scalera to the show. Mr. Scalera, how are you doing, sir? Hey, guys, how are you? Very good, very good. Yeah, I don't know good. if you caught any of our Comicsgate talk. What's, uh, what's your take on the Comicsgate scandal? Uh, it's best, that, just like you said, <laughs> it's best to state no opinion in any direction. There you go. Uh, you actually uh, teach a lot of comic book uh, networking, right, and how to network. And that you actually had a guest at your New York Comic Con panel last year who said exactly that. She, um, she got up on stage and was like, don't get political if you hope to do any kind of work, unless your work is political. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny when you think about people breaking into comics or staying into comics. Uh, you guys both worked in comics a good long time. You know, you can talk yourself right out of the business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That kind of, kind of goes for any uh, profession, uh, right? Alarmingly easy yes. to do that, actually. Right, Hassan, I mean, you know what? It, 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 it's, it's, right? It's, it's uh, what is the, the, the triangle, good, fast, cheap. But you can add to the triangle likable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, yes. if you're not easy to work with, they'll find someone who is easy to work right. with. Right. There's a glut of uh, talent out there. Yeah. Or, even, or the industry has uh, – the, the tools of the industry has changed to such an extent that – not to be inflammatory, but a lot of people don't even need a, 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 an incredible amount of talent to be able to, sure. to do commercial work. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, you've seen some of Speaking stuff. of not needing a lot of talent, let's talk about the work that I've done. That was both a very good transition and, uh, and some self-deprecating yeah, humor. I mean, yeah. <laughs> was that the kind of self-deprecating humor you brought to Deadpool when you were writing the book? Uh, I, you know, when I was writing Deadpool, I was co-writing it with Jimmy Pomiati, and uh, uh, it, was, it was a true collaboration. But if you really liked something in the book or you thought something was particularly funny, it was probably me. <laughs> if you didn't like it, it was well, probably Jimmy. That was, that's pretty much how it works out. Do you, I, I'm, so we've all been kind of, we've been in the industry a long time, right? We won't say how long. Hmm. The, By the way, that a was a time. joke. That was a joke, just so. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah, it's, it's, already speak, been, it's already been posted to Twitter. Of the toxic it's internet. Already, it's already <laughs> it's on Twitter. They've already a, notified Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> you already <laughs> lost. No, let, let's be clear. Jimmy was my mentor during those, those Deadpool days. He really taught me how to write comics. I, I'm baffled at the popularity of the first Deadpool movie. It was a good movie. Don't get me wrong. It was enjoyable. I'm baffled at how much money it made. I'm baffled at how popular the character is. I'm baffled at all, at all of this. Um, how do you feel about the position this character has achieved uh, at, this, at this stage of the comic book game? You know, Mike, I think, it's, I, think you, I think you bring up a great point. I think that there are people who connect with characters in a really passionate way. And I think that they were true to the character and the way the character should be portrayed. And I think that that lends itself to the popularity. When, when you've seen the cinematic versions go far astray from what perhaps was the original intent of the characters, mm -hmm. where they reinterpret it in some way that's not true to the characters, you see sometimes a lukewarm response. I think the response was because not only did the character resonate but the filmmaking was wonderful but ryan reynolds all has been nurturing this and seeding and marketing this for years i mean yeah. he never lets that character drop out of yeah. our field of attention and he so was born smart. to play that he's character. been marketing this like crazy for years 
Yeah, he was definitely he like uh, Deadpool is Ryan Reynolds' spirit yeah. animal. Like exactly. you know, like that, <laughs> like they he's are totally one and the cool. same. Like he's been is, playing Deadpool since like long before he started playing two guys and a girl in a pizza place. Yeah, exactly. Like he's been, exactly. Yeah, he's been his character Deadpool. in Blade Van Wilder. Was arguably in Van Wilder, Van Wilder, right. Van Wilder is Deadpool in college. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it just, you know, it's, it's funny, though, uh, and, and uh, one of the questions that people keep bringing up is, you know, there's such a glut of superhero movies, and then you have something like this that's kind of like a refreshing, you know, spin on the superhero movie. Uh, you know, do you support that statement? I mean, is there a glut of comic book movies? Is that a good thing that there's, that there's all this stuff out there? Mike, I, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to address these haters. I'm tired <laughs> of hearing the haters complain. They're going to weaponize against you. Stop. <laughs> this is the last superhero movie. That's it. It's, it's over. After this, it's over. People want original ideas. You know what? People can like original ideas with brand new vision, and people can like interpretations of their favorite characters. I think that Marvel in particular has done a really good job of bringing their characters to the screen in an entertaining way. And I think the haters are all looking for them to trip up for this, I don't know, this feeling of schadenfreude, but who really wins? Nobody. You know, we've got great movies back-to-back. Mm-hmm. We've got Wonder Woman and Black Panther. It shows that people enjoy these. They can also enjoy other movies, but they enjoy these movies. I don't know why there's so much hate against these movies and, and the desire to see them fail. I don't. I really don't get that at all. It's when, the internet. When these movies, when these movies are <laughs> over, when it's over for comic book movies, it's going to happen abruptly. It's gonna. It's just going to be. Um, it's going to be overnight. Yeah. Kind of situation. Everybody right now is just trying to be the first to predict it. It's going to fall over <laughs> right. because because they think it's been it's been going on for over a decade. They think yeah. it's been going on long enough. But these movies are going to play out until they're over. When the people decide they don't want to see them anymore. They'll be the ones to decide. None of us are going to be able to predict it. it. You know what's going to happen? It's going to reach a point. I, I, thought, I, th- wait, I, just, Sorry. I thought I think not only do I think you're right, but I see this in media as well. And we all work in media in some format mm-hmm. uh, or another. People talk about Web 2.0, and then you know someone was like, Web 3.0. And I was at a conference recently, and somebody's like, Web 4.0. And I'm like, we haven't even really gotten to 3.0 yet. <laughs> but everybody wants to be the first. So somebody's sure. like, I just declared Web 4.0. Yeah. And I'm like, really? I well, coined that phrase. It's monetization, though. I mean, it always comes down. And, and it's funny because I love... I love the competitiveness of, of capitalism. I love the, uh, what capitalism does for ingenuity in terms of, like, inspiring, you know? Yeah. I want to be, you know, a self-made man. I want to be proficient in this, these things, you know? Like, all these, like, that, that's the good of capitalism, right? It inspires uh, all this stuff. But it also inspires people to make money at whatever cost. Right. And that's, right. like, a degrading and of... And that's, that's why we live in this kind uh, of atmosphere. Uh, right, Exactly. What's what's her name? Does um I forget it. Movie math. She does. Uh, I forget her name. This is this is really bad radio, but she does. Uh, I like it when he points yeah. out like this. She does a she does a YouTube video called Movie Math, and she talks about movie. The first time I ever heard about the monetization yeah. of a negative film was yeah. was the Last Jedi, and she was saying Disney's got to get in front of this. Because as soon as it becomes monetized to, to, to be true, negative true. about this film, there's going to be clickgate. Uh, excuse me. Oh, oh, look at you clickgate, just coined. Clickgate. That was me. That was all me. That was me. There's going to be clickbait articles and, quick, and quick, YouTube quick. videos. Get and she up. was right. I mean, people have made literally th- hundreds of thousands of dollars 
being negative about yeah. the last Jedi, yeah. about about the well, Star Wars movies. That's so, what that's what Richard Meyer did. I mean, he basically took a culture of negativity and made two hundred thousand dollars on a single Indiegogo campaign. Yeah. You know, by yeah. just being negative. Uh, I mean. It's genius, evil genius, but it's genius, right? I mean, it's like it's Car- capitalism. It's like Karl Rove genius, you know. Like, but yeah, like you're saying, capitalism has its has its negatives. Right. We're all dedicated to making money at all times. Right. You know, it's that- also it's also put a put a a premium on being special. And however you can achieve, or morals, that. it's put a, it's it's put a right, it, it's put a, a pall on yeah. being moral. Like you're you're almost an idiot for being morally. Hey, do you know what I just righteous. realized? We What's have a that? guest on the line too. <laughs> well, he's there. I'm he just listening. Comment. I'm watching you guys too on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, look, I'm talking. This is our best and worst but interview ever. <laughs> yeah. Buddy, talk to us about comic book school. Um, I love the panels you do. Um, you've invited me to be on some, so, so I, I mean that's full disclosure. But before yeah, you, you even before you even invited me on, I loved all the stuff that you do. Uh, talk about comic book school and talk about what your mission is with it. Thank you. Well, I run comic book school, which is at comicbookschool.com, and I do live educational events at comic cons. Um, and what I do is focus on the craft and business of comic book storytelling. You could be a pro who is established and want to up your craft. You could be someone who is the next wave of creators, or you could just be a hobbyist. But whatever it is, I'm trying to create a positive, encouraging environment where people can both uh, meet other people who share the same interests, but also learn from working pros. And so I do these panels. I've been doing them for over 10 years at New York Comic Con. We also do a networking event where you've spoken a couple of times, and we talk about people who have achieved something in their career because they were good at keeping in touch with other people, because they were good at networking. And I try to teach that. You've helped me with that a bit. And I think that it's really important to encourage the next generation of comic book creators for purely selfish reasons, because it gives me better comics for me to go out and buy. So that's what I do at comic book school. Uh, I love I love, I love for a long one time. Of the... I've created photo reference books and educational materials and videos and all kinds of cool stuff. But yeah, those. that's more or less what I do. I love the tweet that you had recently too, and I, I think you've used it a couple times. But it's such a it's such a potent one. It's like every once in a while you got to get up from the keyboard and actually go talk to people and meet people, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, well, you know, Mike, I think the, the, the thing is, is you, me, and Hassan, we all know each other. And, and part of the reason for that is because, you know, sometimes we get up and we go to a place, put our phones in our pockets, and it's okay to stop checking social media. And I think that it's really important. If you want to be a writer or if you want to be an artist, you have to know people. It's okay to actually talk to somebody on the subway car next to you or talk to somebody in the elevator or somebody online. And, and just to interact with people, listen to people and their stories, you have to learn to be a good listener and to be empathetic. And that was a tweet. I tried to tweet out creator tips about once a week and just observations that I've made. And a lot of them are literally about going out and living life and interacting with life because that's what we tell stories about. And you're also still a comic book creator and you've got a couple books out there right now. I do. Yeah, thank you. That's uh, So I've done a little bit of uh, additional writing for Marvel uh, last year, and I'm hoping to do a little bit more and a little bit of indie work that's going to be coming out soon. They haven't announced it. And then I have my own independent creations, which, hey, maybe one day there's someone on your line here from Hollywood who's listening. I have two properties, one called Midlife Crisis, 
and the other one called Apocalypse Boulevard, and I hope people go to Comic Book School to check them out. But yeah, you know, Mike, I think one of the most important things that you can learn is you might not be allowed to write Spider-Man, or you might not be allowed to write Superman, but they can't stop you from creating your own characters like the Sire and telling the stories you want to tell. We are now in the age where the barriers are as low as they'll ever be for digital publishing and Mm -hmm. digital creation. It's a great time for people with ideas to express themselves. Don't sit around waiting for permission to make uh, stories about characters that you love. Create characters that you love and go out and tell those stories. Heck yeah. Okay, last question. This comes from our producer, Sam. Your predictions for Deadpool 2? I think it is going to be a fun, funny movie with a gooey center. (laughs) I think it's going to be silly, but I bet they're going to find a way to tug at the heartstrings. Um, It may never scale the heights of something like Black Panther, which is destined to be the the, the epic highest earner of all time for Marvel solo characters. But I think that it'll do well enough for them to think, yeah, this is a good move. And I think we'll all be pretty happy with the movie as, as viewers. And I hope, I hope it drives people into comic book stores. As we all do. Buddy, where can people find you online? They can find me at Comic Book School. Uh, My Twitter is at Comic Book School. And if you really want to get a little bit more into uh, just me, uh, I'm at BuddyScalera.com, and I tweet at BuddyScalera. So I have two handles, two websites. Very good. Buddy, thank you so much for joining us. When we come back, we go spinning the racks to bring you the most fantastical pop culture news out there. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Do you know how long it's been since I've been wanting to just sacrifice, to sacrifice all your myself? beliefs yeah, just for the To give show? up all my beliefs? Well, I actually don't really have any beliefs, which is why it's been so hard for you to find out what my beliefs are to get me to betray them. I'm kind of a nihilist. I don't really believe in anything, except for sandwiches. Secrets of the Sire.
Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. We stream live on Facebook, facebook.com slash secrets of the sire. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeart, Secrets of the Sire, S-I-R-E. You can go to secretsofthesire.com. You go to mikebooks.com. Currently, I actually, the Sire is actually involved in a very cool Kickstarter right now. We got the Volume 2 You're collection. Doing very well. We're day two, um, which is good. And uh, we are almost 100% funded, which is pretty really? cool in two days. And I haven't contributed anything yet. So no, no. And you, don't know, you, uh, you, know, you don't have to. You only, yeah, you know, but we're going to have to. We're you know. going to look at it. I want to thank Emporium Purgato. They just, they just donated a dollar. Cool. They just pledged a dollar. Oh, nice. uh, our very own Adam Weinberg of talkradio.nyc. Uh, put down 10 bucks for a digital version. Thank you, sir. Uh, we got an early bird special going on right now, too. So if you pledge... Uh, the, the Kickstarter, which you go to mikebooks.com slash Kickstarter. Uh, you will get um, all this stuff. Um, oh, you'll get a whole bunch of stuff within uh, two days. We're actually giving away the physical copy of the trade paperback and the digital one for the price of one. Uh, but that expires tomorrow at noon. Just realized there was a technical difficulty and how to fix it. <laughs> that was a live brain fart. We love it. All right. We talked about a lot of things. Uh, we kind of veered away from Deadpool a little bit tonight because we haven't seen the movie. Next week, we're going to be diving headfirst into the movie, so don't worry. Yeah, having um, actually seen it. The, yeah, we, you know, we can actually talk about it. And it's also, it's one of those movies, too, where there's no controversy to it. You know what I mean? They're, they're, we're not, no one's, the only controversy is will it live up to the, will it live up to the. Uh, yeah, it's like your average sequel. You're right. Like, will it be as good as Will it be as good movie? as, if not better? I mean, and it's also, it's, it's a satirical character. Uh, there's not really, there's not really much to do. I mean, originally, I, I, there was a whole controversy that I brewed myself, that I created. I, cl- I click-gated myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, see? Coining it. Doing it. Um, <laughs> Wait as to, a minute. I coined that. <laughs> it's already been done. You, you work for Secrets of the Sire, oh, buddy. Okay. <laughs> see how that works. All right. Welcome all to the business. Right. We'll see how that holds up in court, my friend. <laughs> Welcome to the business. <laughs> um, there was, you know, there was a little bit of controversy, but uh, as to will, you know, will this movie tank versus succeed because it's so different? But now people are used to different. People are wanting right. different. There's right. nothing left. But I mean, they had they had a little bit of a template because they put out that trailer. Yeah. And that trailer went viral. Yeah. And everybody loved it. So I mean, that doesn't always work. That's no. Not always a good indication. Snakes in a Plane trailer was a, was a viral success yeah. back then too. It and still was a great movie. <laughs> it didn't do that great, but it was one of the greatest movies ever made. So ever it, made for anybody looking for Deadpool. That's why we only put one Deadpool image up the entire night, and ever it's just him made. thumbs up, which was pretty funny. We're gonna go <laughs> spinning the racks. And it's going to get a little sad right here. Uh, Margot Kidder, actress who uh, found movie stardom in Superman, right, uh, passed right. away. You know, we're losing... We're losing... Uh, nostalgia. We're losing nostalgia, but also, like, I feel like our top two female role models from the 70s and 80s, right? In the comic book verse, in the comic book universe... Like, I loved Margot Kidder's Lois Lane. Like, right. there, there, she had a, a spitfire to her. She had, like, you know, between her and Carrie Fisher, you know, we've, we've kind of lost. Oh, yeah. I, w- I was wondering who the other about person that one. was. Yeah. No, well, she's not necessarily comic books, though. No, I, I, I mean, you're right. I mean, I guess the superhero movie genre. Yeah. The science fiction genre. Well, Star Wars kind of moves the, into the, it. The ladies of the, of, the, of, of the day when I was a child are... No longer here, you know. Yeah. They were, I, I mean, Lois Lane was was 
with well, Margot Kidder's Lois Lane was gigantic in that in that uh, in that franchise. Yeah, you know, and of course, uh, of course, Carrie Fisher. Like you can't even no, yeah, you can't even calculate that. So I mean, and you know, uh, Margot Kidder had some problems when she because she was bipolar. Something that we know a lot more yeah. about today <laughs> than we did when she was really suffering from it. So yeah. I think she would have had a better shake. Yeah, if she had suffered from it. Now, yeah. if she was an actress of to you know uh, a younger actress of today, yeah, who had uh, unfortunately uh, was afflicted. Well, she gained a lot more bubble. sympathy. Yeah, much more because I mean, people would rally around her. I yeah. remember some of the I remember some of the news um, news articles on her yeah. and her antics, and they were like, you know, what the heck is wrong? You know, she's she's lost her mind. And yeah, it was she was bipolar. Like nobody understood it back then. Yeah. So I mean, that's kind of sad. I mean, she she became an activist for it. She pulled mm-hmm. herself back. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, uh, it was everywhere. That's another sign of uh, huge success for, um, for passed on actresses, actors and actresses, uh, that, that, you know, you get wind of it and then suddenly they're everywhere. Yeah. You know, that all the, all the media outlets, uh, start talking about it and everybody pays their respect. And that's our modern way of, <laughs> of grieving basically in the toxic, uh, in the toxic country that is, uh, the internet. Yeah. <sighs> I think that's kind of what we summed up in this in this entire episode, right? That the internet is a toxic country. Yeah, we're yes. really breaking new ground tonight. <laughs> it's the undis- honestly, if you could have seen our, our messenger, con- I reread our messenger conversation and I was like, even I don't make sense in this. No, it didn't. It didn't make a lot of sense, like you said, because we were like, re- I'm responding we to like responding a comment to. from like three. So I mean, this is just a lesson, people. Just don't go on the internet. Yeah, and I finally just, just got. Break it down. I'm like, I gotta go. <laughs> Unless it's to listen to our show or talk radio.nyc. But you don't have to interact with us. You could just listen to us and praise us. Well, yes. Always praises. Well, listening is praise. No negativity. We're going to live. And send money. And send, and, and, oh, and send, send money. money, yes. And yes. monetize us. Please monetize us. <laughs> Clicky. All Click we got to do is be negative about something. We'll make a ton of money. Oh, my God. We missed out on The Last Jedi. We were, negative about, we were negative about The Last Jedi, but we weren't negative enough. We didn't capitalize <laughs> we didn't, on it. We didn't, we didn't uh, go, like, we didn't exceed yeah, that level take of negativity. The, we didn't take it to the next level. We really didn't. We just kind of like, hey, this movie, we didn't like it. We got a negative. What's next? We, What's got, next we got a negative. <laughs> yeah. Deadpool 2, negative. <laughs> yes. And we got to predict it's going to be gonna, terrible before it even comes out. I think this is going to be a horrible movie. It's a horrible movie. Because it's full of it's the toxic worst movie masculinity and, it's got- <laughs> and explodies. A lot of explodies. There's diversity. That guy's silver. There's no diversity. That guy's silver. Exactly. Why are you going to. And, and he's ugly. Yeah. He's deformed. I yeah. don't like deformed people. No. So they shouldn't be it's in my movies. It. It's killing it. Killing it. Keep the silver people out exactly. of Exactly. And deformed people. Right. And, and women Actually, with the. I'm I'm safer with my silver. You might have offended some deformed people. Um, deformed I, people are going to stop listening to our show. As a deformed person, I, you know, <laughs> you're we, not, could, we could find you're a not kinship. deformed enough <laughs> to, to categorize yourself. But I'm as a woke, deformed though. Aren't I woke? <laughs> I'm woke enough to be deformed. <laughs> what are we talking about? All right. So anyway, we're 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 perfecting the art of killing three more minutes of, of this killing show. our own careers basically before <laughs> we, we even get out of the game. We have to have a career before we could do that. We won't now. Give me, give me your prediction. Sure to go wrong for Deadpool two. Sure to go wrong. Um. Oh man, there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be no seats uh, where I like it in the theater. Um, the popcorn is gonna be stale. It's always stale recently, especially. How about this? T.J. Miller sexually abuses someone in the in the movie. Oh, that's poor taste, right? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Is Clicky. that what you were talking about? Is that Negative. what? You're... Sorry, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I was just talking about me and my own personal <laughs> problems. 
Yeah, absolutely. I just cost us our entire show by saying Yes, that we're doomed. We're done. We're, 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 we're done. We're done. We're going to rise up. But then we're going to have a bunch of like, <laughs> you know, up. negative people that are going to rise up in our defense. Yes. And, and then, then, and then, uh, and, and boycott. Still, and, and still no viewers. Yes. And, and we're, still no ratings. We're not going to go anywhere. Like, we're, we're but the people who rose up in our favor are going to be exalted to heights. That's what happens. Do you, we, know who, do you know who we got on next, next week? Who do we got on next we week? We got Mr. Dirk Manning. That's that's pretty cool. We're, we're we're going with an endless supply of comic book guests because I'm just I'm just I'm done get getting back to the roots. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done with movie guests. Like I'm done. Um, we're also gonna have a, did a, the movie a the, the, did our publishing company say I can't send you any more movie people? Essentially, we don't have any movie people. <laughs> I am rooting. No, no, I am returning to the roots. We are yeah. gonna oh, bring sorry. it to the roots. Sorry. All right, sorry, sorry. So tune in next. Week. We've got Dirk Manning. We're gonna review Deadpool two. Coming up next is the Governor's House. If you're listening on TalkRadio.NYC. See you next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, this is Bruce Chamoff, host of the Web Design and Technology Coach. Join me and my guests every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. as we discuss the latest in web design, social media marketing, search engine optimization, and technology. We also discuss popular topics including WordPress, making money online, better Google rankings, and more. Every month, we also feature the best unsigned music from around the world right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on talkingalternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. listening to the Talking Alternative Network.